Welcome back to a new episode of IE Unfolded, the first podcast unveiling people behind the institution. This is Giorgio Gallo and with me, my favorite co-host, Ronnie Cardozo. Hello guys and thank you for tuning in with us today. So today is a quite special episode and we just went over the half of the first season of IE Unfolded and I really want to thank, first of all, my amazing co-host, Ronnie, then the entire IE Think Lab for the custom support in these weeks, like you guys have been seriously amazing. And all the audience, as since the first episode, we are receiving a lot of feedback, enthusiasm, and we are really proud of the bounce that this initiative is having towards all the IE community. And to celebrate this first achievement, we have a guest that will let you understand that hard work and, and dedication pays off. And she's an IE graduate, she's a consultant, member of the ex exclusive Nova Global Talent Network. Let's welcome the incredible Mar Pujadas. Welcome, Mar, how are you? Hi, Giorgio. Thank you for having me in. Hi, Rene. So, Mar, you come from Valencia, right? Yeah, I come from Valencia. And now, I, now, you're, now you're in Madrid or in Valencia? Right now I'm in Madrid, but I've been so, coming back and forth with this quarantine. So what is the thing that you miss the most when, when, you're in, when you're in Madrid from Valencia? For sure is the sea. I love the sea. Yeah, of course. You grew up, you grew up, yeah. Yeah, I can, I can relate because I also grew up like in front of the beach. So it's like when you're far away, it's kind of like a bit like destabilizing, I guess. <laughs> but, but you've lived all over the world, right? Well, most, mostly I've lived in Valencia, but it's true that I went to a boarding school in England when I was young for a year. And um, then I've made an exchange program in Hong Kong and I've been living some time in London too. And in, in Madrid, London, it's really, in Madrid, yeah. In <laughs> oh, that's true. You also had the, the, the two years in Segovia, right? <laughs> yeah. Sure. But it's, it's, it's really remarkable that you've had like this kind of like initiative to, you know, get out of the comfort zone and like do different things and like new adventures, new experiences. So like, what is the thing that drives you the most to kind of like take the leap and like be like, okay, you know what, next year I'm going to be in Hong Kong and I'm yeah. just going to try it. For me, I think it's all about experiences. I love like meeting new cultures, getting to know new things. And uh, I think traveling the world really helps you like discover things that you have never imagined and get to know the way people think for for what the background has have told them so i think that is one of the best things of why i actually love traveling yes yeah, definitely eye-opening and gives you the possibility to actually leave this real melting pot and ie is also one of the the first places in which you can experience that with the exchange with the uh, international uh, passports we have and and so on but you've done like many different things in many different roles you've been president of the IE debate club for a while you've experienced like investment banking public speaking you've launched even your very own startup like a jewelry yeah. uh, startup uh, what's yeah, the I have. you enjoy the most for me I think everything uh, gives back with different things. Having my, my own startup was very rewarding because um, designing jewelry was something that I really loved since I was young. And it, I happened to set it up with my boyfriend and one of my best friends. So it was a, a great thing to do to spend time with them. And it was also very rewarding to see how people really like the things that we designed because at the beginning, 
it it all it was all like friend friends and family buying our stuff. But then when a friend of a friend started asking for some jewelry, we started to like more uh, institutionalize it a bit and launch a, a website. So for me, that was like a truly nice experience to have. And That's so nice. Is there a thing you would like redo in a different way if you could? Yeah, for sure. I've done so many, <laughs> so many things I would I would change. But I think from everything uh, we decide to do at each, each each moment, we learn some things. But of course, like I would have uh, studied a bit more in university. I would I would have done some more readings, which I haven't like done. <laughs> because I was more focused on, on having fun. So maybe uh, concentrating a bit more in university would have been great. But but I think I got some other things from not being so, so much focused on uni and, having, and trying to like balance out what you were talk, talking about. Like I prefer not studying so much for an econometrics class and then just like balancing out by going to the debate club or going to a party with friends. So I think uh, if I've gone back, I would have studied a bit more but I don't truly regret it because I got some other things on, on the other side. And I guess you really took advantage of the whole like I experience, yeah. you know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like academically wise, I could have been like more focused. It's not as if I had like very bad grades or anything, but <laughs> I, I prioritize like getting the, the true IE experience and just like getting to know more people, going to different uh, parties, uh, enrolling in different activities, being part of the X clubs. And, and that defines the person you are today. So at the end of the day, like the journey was was worth it, I think. Yeah, I'm 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 happy. I made like very long long lasting relationships throughout my my degree, and uh, I'm very happy for that. Absolutely. And now you are in the Nova Network, right? So I don't know if you yeah. want to maybe tell us a little bit about it. Well, the Nova the Nova Network is just like a network that really helps students uh, get to know the different opportunities that are that are in that are coming up in different businesses and sectors. It's not just like investment banking or consulting. You have like real estate and you have a big consumer companies. There are like so many other things you can enroll that. But it's true that it really helps you because you get to meet some other people which are at your, at your stage, which are also like applying to companies. And it, it's, it helps you get closer, not only to companies, but also to the people who are willing to work uh, get join the workforce you're looking for. And um, that helps you then like prepare for the interviews, etc. But how did you end up in the Nova Network? Is it like invite only now? Yeah, it's invite only. Actually, like a friend of mine who I met in, in London, he, he was part of the Nova Talent Network. And he told me, Mar, uh, this network is so amazing. Like, I think you should really join it. So he recommended me and I just made like the, the selection process and, uh, and I joined. Yeah, but it was for my recommendation from my friend Alvaro in London. A story like plenty of, uh, plenty of successes, but I think also some some failures that in some way have shaped uh, Mar how how you are today. And how do you think those like those little steps of successes and failures have made you the person you are today? 
Yeah, I've uh, before before getting like my job, I I went to several other interviews who rejected me. But I think uh, standing up and like continue trying is also like a great thing to do because you might think at some point, okay, maybe this is not for me. Maybe I'm not like good enough. But if you keep on working and working and trying and preparing the interviews, I you can actually like end there and I think like uh, many times we we just think okay that's just like too difficult and it happened to me like at some point I was like okay I'm just gonna just give up I don't I I don't mind I'll just do some other thing but then some part of me was like come on Mar you can do it like just like train a bit harder and um, and just like try it go for it and try for and try it so it's true that many times you you might think that you're not prepared enough, but I think it's all like a matter of studying and getting motivated enough to reach your goal. Yeah, and going back to the job you're doing, so you're a consultant, right? Yeah, right now I'm a consultant. <laughs> so that means you had to prepare thousands of case studies, like prepare a lot for the interviews. And I think like that's, for me, for it's so intimidating and it shows like really a lot of resilience from your side that like, you know, keep trying and keep keep preparing and you know that every time you fall like the next time you're going to prepare a little bit better but what it's what is it like to be an associate for one of the most recognized firms in the world well actually i think it's 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 quite chill as i really feel that we're like sort of at, at uni because everyone is like so friendly and you really think that you might have like wrong questions or just like not want to say something because you might sound stupid but of course, you need to know who to ask. Like, you're not going to ask for a partner for something that you really don't know. But I think if you ask people that are more or less your age or that have been there like a few years, that they would truly like give you a hand and, and, and help you on that. So I really feel that we're like sort of like a mini family, that we're all friends. Like, we even have like dinners on weekends. And it's like it goes way beyond the workforce what we have. And most people That's working nice. in consulting at the end say it's only a matter of PowerPoints and Excel files. What do you think about it? <laughs> it's completely true, at, at least at the beginning. Like for me, it's all day long on Excel files and, and PowerPoints. But I think uh, you really need to learn in order to like afterwards, like make very, very strong decisions. And uh, you need really need to like master PowerPoint and, and Excel every day. <laughs> and what's your day-to-day -day job like now? How, how did it change? Well, from from IE, you mean, or or within BCG? Yeah, within BCG. Well, I think every project is is like a different world because you can be in all sectors. When you join BCG, you're like a general consultant. That means that you can either be one day, uh, well, a few months working on a project in energy, and another in consumer goods, another one for industrial goods, and like it really varies. And then on top of each sector, you can do so many things. You could be working on a pricing strategy. You can be on a working on a entering a new market. You can be working on so many different things that I think each experience of each person it's completely different I've been working already like in three different sectors and from each from each project I've, I've learned different things I for me that I had like no background in engineering uh, joining a, a project in the energy sector was very challenging because I, I thought I was a bit lost especially when using Excel and having to like do conversions between like gases and liquids and so many other things that I had had lost way beyond 
I did physics in high school. So that was one project. Then some other projects were, were more business-like, which I felt more close to that. And uh, I could um, I could also like help more in that side because in IE, they really prepare us to do like presentations. So no matter like if you are more comfortable or less comfortable with the topic, I think that what we learn in IE is actually like learning how to explain what we think and how we reach that conclusion. So I think uh, coming from IE, we really have a, like an advantage on that side. I think also the I thing, and I, I was not prepared for this, is the whole group project situation. It yeah, teaches you to work in, yeah, you're like, you have to know how to, you know, deal with people and respect deadlines and everything. And that's, I think that's a very important tool that I gives us. But um, you're also saying about like the fact that you're exposed to kind of like different uh, sectors. And I think that's a very important thing about consulting is that you get to do so many things out, out of your comfort zone that in the end, like if, I don't know, in 10 years you want to do something else, you, you can really go and do anything, like really, because you have the tools to kind of like research and understand and, and, and you know, and project and everything. But can you brief us a little bit more like about like a day in your life? Like what do you do? What, what's a normal day like for you? Okay, when like each project, as I was telling you, it's completely different. But for example, in the NAS project I was working on, uh, we had like a morning call at nine. And then you join like the call with all of your team and your team can go all the way from being like only three people to being like 15 people, depending on the size of the project. But uh, for example, we had the morning call there. You distribute your, your activities. Usually as an associate, you're giving a module and then you're responsible for that module. Of course, as you gain seniority, you like your responsibility is bigger. But mm, depending on the model you get, you need to like sort of have, like set your own objectives and be like, OK, next week I'm going to be able to deliver this, this and this. And then you have like a touch point where you actually like share your, advan your advances and sort of like also share what you're going to do throughout the day. So but it, 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 it like as I was saying, it really depends on the project you're in. Yeah, it's never the same environment. <laughs> never the Everybody same environment. And, and even the people, your team is different also. So everything is different. But yeah, it really depends. Like if you have like a very different, uh, difficult project or you're close to a deadline and you're not getting there and then you need to like stay a bit longer. And uh, it also works the, the other way around. Like if you're very cl uh, close to like meeting your objective and you'll be more free on time, we usually do like uh, team, uh, team dinners or lunches. And, and we also try to like compensate the hard moments with good times. And like what you're saying is very eye-opening because many people say that in those big firms, there's this lack of like um, cultural identity of, of the whole company and of social interaction in between the peers. When in reality, as you are saying, is completely different. Like you, you, you live the BCG life, the BCG community in, in some ways. Yeah. And, and you get surrounded by people that are like, just like so smart and know about so many different things because usually they they hire people from like different industries or with like sort of different skills. So I just get to, I just get the feeling that every time I sit next to someone, I learn something new. So that's like something I really enjoy a lot about. And, and, at, the, and at the same time, I was like what I was uh, mentioning uh, a few minutes ago, it's, it's all about like, 
not friendship, but nearly friendship, because one day when you're really stuck with something, it, with someone, it's as if, as if you were at, at uni and you're doing a project and you're really stuck with something, your colleague will actually like help you. And it happened to me that some days I, I like, I stayed longer uh, trying to help out someone and it, and the other way around. Like, so I think that is very rewarding. But I also think it's like your attitude that goes in that direction, like wanting to prove yourself, wanting to learn always more, wanting to help others and, and so on. It's it's very personal and um, it, like it's an example to follow what, what you are doing and how you are approaching the work. <laughs> well, thank you so much. I, I don't feel I'm like doing such like a different thing, but 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 yeah, I'm very happy to be part of of, of a community that really cares about each other and helps out help, helps out each other so often. Yeah, I think it's really important that you feel like you know cared for. But now a bit of a hard question, okay? Um, <laughs> so what are your <laughs> what are your career ambitions? Like, where do you see yourselves in ten years? Okay, in 10 years, like, actually, if, if I go back, like, I started, like, as, if, as you were talking about, I started uh, doing an internship in investment banking, which I really, like, I've learned a lot, and I really enjoyed it. But, but I thought it was like too specific. So I joined a capital markets. I was in BCM, which is debt capital markets. And so I was, if I stayed there as a full-time job, I would, I would be like in charge of all of the emissions of the bonds and all of that, which is very interesting, but it was like very specific. So consulting gives just like trying so many different things each like uh, each few months you will change the activity you're doing and it really like it was as Georgia was saying it's really eye-opening in that sense so I was like okay I might just like join consultancy for a few years and then I'll like launch a, a startup that is like my plan but up to now I have like no idea of like what I would want to launch I love restaurants like I would love having a chain of restaurants in 10 years, but I really, I'm like really, really letting myself like just go with the flow and, and just see where, where life takes, takes me also. Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you're Spanish, we're Italian. So the restaurant, we have such a big food culture. I love it. <laughs> Anything food related. Yeah. <laughs> Count us in. Like we, we are down to like, help you we can come to the restaurants to try everything <laughs> and then just like all the, all the way through from like choosing the menu uh, choosing the decoration choosing the spot the location the price ranges like everything for me is just like so so much fun i, I you just like need a lot of like money to set, to set a good restaurant up but i i really think that what i'm doing now is helping me build the skills for like yes. in the future try to like um do my my own thing or set up my own venture and if you need someone to taste the food before before going public like me and ronnie uh, I, we are into it like we'll do it as a favor we can try the menus at my place anytime <laughs> But uh, coming back, like last week, we, we had the pleasure to have the dean here, Martin Bohm, dean of the business school. And we talk about this magic triangle in between like the three S's, uh, sleep, social life and success in professional life. How do you manage your work-life balance in between those like uh, three? The magic triangle. Yeah. <laughs> For me, I think what I like the most is sleep. <laughs> That's the true answer. <laughs> I don't get much sleep because like 
when I get to the weekends, there's some weekends that I'm just like exhausted. I'm really like, okay, I'm just going to like sleep the whole weekend. But then like my friends called me or my boyfriend calls me and they're like, Mar, let's do this, let's do that. And I'm like, I it really, I'm not like a person that usually says no. So I'm like, okay, just do it. But then what I lack is, is, is sleep from that, from that triangle. <laughs> But, but the thing is, when you live in Madrid, it's hard. It's hard to say no. There's always something going on all the time. So, but in general, but when, do you when think, get, co- oh, like when you get addicted to doing things, I think in general, it's, it's difficult to say no. Like it feels more, you always, like, as you said before, you are there saying, no, I will sleep all, all, all the weekend long. And then at a certain point, something like blinks in your mind saying, okay, no, let's, let's go for it. Let's no. leave the full <laughs> Let's go to this restaurant to try this new menu. <laughs> Some drinks. You okay, need to study you... competitors. That's a thing. Like at least you you, you learn both in business school and in yeah. consulting. So, there's this barbecue going on, and you're like, okay, let's just go. <laughs> I mean, but but Madrid is just so fun. And again, like the the food in Madrid is like, how do you say no? Like the opportunities are endless. I I I was so like shocked when I went to Madrid also by the prices I was like it's so easy to get such an accessible like but a good meal like the quality of the food and I mean for you coming from Valencia again like you have an amazing food culture in Valencia so I guess coming to Madrid was not too much of a cultural shock right no like food is food is quite similar but it's true that in Valencia because we have like so much sun and it's quite hot throughout the year uh, we we spend a lot of time in like Paris getting like wines or drinks and that's like one thing that I, I enjoy the most uh, being able to continue doing in Madrid because I think there's yeah. also like a, a, a culture on here on like just like uh, being on the street or like being on a on a rooftop and getting some drinks getting some, and you said you also lived in uh, in the UK you did boarding school right and then yeah. London so that's something well, I, you did I, I did it in, in Somerset between Bristol and Bath so uh, oh, a bit far away from from London. That's a beautiful really area. Yeah. Yeah. But the weather, though. <laughs> but the weather. No, the thing I, I, I really hated and I couldn't understand was like in England, like here, because in Spain, it doesn't rain much. But in England, it's like the whole day long. It's it's raining. So we we did sports every day. And under the rain, we, we could spend like two or three hours just like running or playing hockey or netball under the rain. And no one, no one even cares, like as if the rain wasn't going on. <laughs> For me, that was like really shocking. The rain is a big thing, but the wind we have here in Madrid, it's like mind blowing. <laughs> That's also true. That's no, Giorgio, but the, the, the rain, because I also lived in the UK and I feel like I realize now like, After you live in the UK, like I don't own an umbrella. I I don't use it anymore because it's so normal to just go out and just get wet and whatever. And my friends here in Italy, they're like, what are you doing? Like, it's raining so much. I'm like, it really isn't. It's okay, I guess. Yeah. yeah, But, yeah. Um, but what was the but main... But if you're in the UK, if you're in the UK, for sure, you're going to own an umbrella because you're going to use yeah. it like most of the days you're there. Every single day, really. At some every point, every day. single. <laughs> But so you lived in 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 uh, London then, and and you also studied there. So, what do you think was the main difference between being a student and a full time, like working full time? 
Well, I think like in my experience, the difference was that like when you're a student, you have like so much time to actually like enjoy the city or enjoy the place you're in. And whenever you're working, I guess like during the week, you have like less time to actually like go around and like actually experience the different things the city has to offer you. And that is also only restrained to the weekend. So you actually want to like spend 24 seven on the weekend out in order to like sort of compensate what you're missing out during the week. Yeah. Of course. So you can't sleep. I think that's the main difference. (laughs) (laughs) Once you're a student, it's like most of the days and most of the hours in your life, it's just like about enjoying. And once you're working, that's restrained to weekends. And talking about this difference in between the student and like the worker life, what's the biggest advice you would uh, like give a student to follow like your career path or simply something you would warn the young mother about? For me, I would like tell them to travel so much during like your years at uni. I think uh, in IE we have like a community where we are able to like meet so many different people that come from different places in the world. And we have like actually the chance of like going to their home countries and getting to know the countries by people who live there. And I think the, the years in uni are great in order to like explode that opportunity that we get because once we start like we join the workforce we don't have like so many so many days and like even if you want to do a trip uh, you're actually like thinking okay it's going to be from like friday night to sunday so that like it's like more more limited so i would tell them to like travel and explore the world with people that are from each of the countries you you can visit Absolutely. Very mind opening. But as an IE alumni, do you believe, do you think that IE gave you the right tools to kind of like navigate in the world, in the in the job industry, in the job, see in the sea of jobs? Oh my gosh, does that make sense? <laughs> <laughs> it does, it does. Yeah, I think IE really like help, helps us throughout like the process of actually like trying to decide what is our own path because like it gives you the tools and like it's so eye-opening as Georgia was saying that you're not so like limited to actually choosing okay I need to work in A, B or C and that's it. It actually like helps you out to like explore so many opportunities and different career paths that that's really helpful for actually like deciding where do you want to go and where do you want to spend so many hours of your life working at. Of course. But I think it's now time to open our time machine. So if you could go back to a time and place where to live, where would it be? For me, okay, if I got to think about this, I would, I would love going back to, to having a conversation with Albert Einstein. I know it's like quite off a topic, but I think like getting to speak with someone that, that is like so brilliant and that has a, a mind that, that is so like my, so, so different to any of ours, it would be like really enriching. So yeah, I would like spend, I would, I would have a coffee with Albert Einstein if I could. Wow. As you said before, like. What about you guys? <laughs> Who would you go to back to? Well, talking about a person I would meet probably a bit back in time than than Einstein, I would go Leonardo da Vinci. I'm Italian, Italian pride. Okay. (laughs) He always, he always has to. I know I have the Italian flag like uh, printed (laughs) on my heart, but like he was, he was a true genius for the time. And in general, like he, 
he invented so many things he and and he was as we were saying before he was not scared of trying failing retrying again and projecting new things always imagining how future would would have been so that that's my go for Iranian? oh my god i i'm like thinking now i'm like i have so many answers that i could say it's so hard uh probably because i'm i'm a politics student i, I used to be a politics student and even though now i i shifted to the meme i'm still my heart is still political side. it's still yeah i would meet one of my favorite uh feel like political philosophers it's either machiavelli or hobbes or Locke. like I can't choose. It's I need I need to to think because it's it would be very, very long debate with all of them. So, <laughs> so yeah. But thank you so much for coming today with us and for giving us your insight on the consulting world, on living on your, hopefully soon to be founded a restaurant venture that me and Jojo will want to come. And it was really a pleasure to have you here today. Well, it was a pleasure you guys having having me here. It was a really nice chat. Thanks, Mar. Looking forward to coming to your restaurant. <laughs> now time to clock out. This is I Unfolded, the first podcast unveiling people behind the institution. 